Hi there! Welcome to Women Making Big Sales. This is a podcast to help female business owners and consultants to get more business or corporate clients. My name is Melinda Chen. I've been selling to business clients around the world and in different industries for the past 20 years, and I've closed eight figures in sales. I'm here to share with you all my sales strategies, secrets, and tactics to help you sell faster and easier. More importantly, I want to help you sell with more joy and purpose. Remember, sales is about taking one step at a time to make consistent progress. Let's go get more clients. Um, today we're going to be talking about am I too expensive? I was talking to a consultant this week, and she was talking to me about her pricing. It's such a personal topic, and it's such a delicate topic at the same time. You don't want to be too expensive and not getting the sale you want, not being competitive enough. At the same time, you also want to maximize profit. You don't want to be considered the cheaper alternative or get into uh, attracting the wrong kind of client. So how do I price properly, especially when it comes to corporate clients? It can be quite a confusing and overwhelming process. So I thought when I was planning for this week's episode, I thought I might as well talk about how do you price your service to attract more corporate clients. The way I see it, and I think there are many different ways of pricing your service. I see it as a more holistic approach that there is no perfect answer. So before I get down to a few different strategies and techniques you can use to price your service or your product, I also want to let you know that first of all, it is a choice, your own choice. And once you make that choice, always remember it is a learning opportunity, especially when you're just starting and trying to get into corporate or business uh, clients. It is okay to not get it correct perfectly. The last thing we want is having that analysis paralysis of keep analyzing it and being too afraid of providing your uh, your pricing. Providing pricing at the right timing is extremely important. If your potential client is asking for a pricing and you have trouble providing it, that could show the client that you are not confident enough to present your offer. So when you have a potential client and they're asking for service, then you have to provide an answer to them. I mean, we can talk about different strategy when it comes to providing sales, like a sale, like pricing negotiation strategies that you can use to encourage conversations and maximize your closing rate. But we can talk about that next time. Today, we're talking about how do you, what kind of analysis and strategies you can use to make sure that you're pricing at the perfect level that maximize your profit, but at the same time, competitive enough to make sure that you actually get the sales. So first of all, just remind yourself that you have to be okay to learn and grow, especially when you're just starting. Make a decision. And once you make that decision, just learn that if it's not the perfect decision, it is okay. It is a learning experience. 
Okay. And then there are different ways of doing it. There's no perfect answer. I've coached many women and a lot of women, they all have different strategies and or principles like, you know, or theories or technique they use to, to price their service. There is no perfect answer. And also it depends on your industry. Don't worry. I'm still going to talk about some strategies you can use, but I still want to let you know there is no perfect answer because it really depends on how big you are how many years you've been in the industry. I mean, if you're just starting and uh, maybe you want to price it more competitively so that you can get your foot in the market. If you've been in the industry for a long time, you have a very strong reputation. Maybe you have more leverage to price higher to maximize your profit. So partially it also depends on you. And it also depends on the industry. How competitive is this industry? If it is a, it's a very, very competitive industry and you're really trying to get in, yeah, you might have to be more competitive but if it's very difficult to find somebody doing the thing you do then you have more leverage to price higher and also you also have to want to consider that your relationship with your potential client if you are just starting and you don't have a lot of leverage or a lot of relationship with this potential client this might be an opportunity to price more competitively to get your foot in the door over and over again I see our women that I support getting into big client, starting with a small deal. I started with a small deal with my client as well. So we are targeting for five, six deal figure, but it is okay for you to start a, a contract or service with 5,000, 10,000, 15,000, depending on the service you offer, starting with a small deal, knowing that this is going to allow you to get your foot in the door. And if a client is happy with your service, then you start building relationship and eventually reaching six figure deals. Some of my most successful deals always started with a small deal because the client also wants to test their water. They want to test what it's like working with you. So if you're just starting your relationship with a client and you really want to take this opportunity to get your foot in the door, pricing competitively could be a strategy. If you have been with a client for a long time and you think that the client has been very, very um, satisfied with your service, it is okay to have to talk to your client and letting them know that things are getting more expensive these days and I might have to increase my price. And let's talk about the ways to kind of slowly increase my price without um, impacting the clients in short um, too suddenly. I am all about opening the conversations with our client. It is, we have to stop seeing our relationship with our client as a vendor or a buyer-seller relationship. When you have a buyer-seller relationship, you're on different sides, you know, different sides of the spectrum. But what we want to create is being on the same side as our client, working together as a team towards a common goal. So always open up that conversation and letting your potential client, your prospect, or your existing clients know that we can talk about this. If you are not 100% happy, let's talk about it. Let's find um, a common path to, to creating so that we can achieve our common goal. I am all about communication and uh, working with my client as a team. I'm not here to win. I'm here to create a win-win situation. 
If you know me long enough, you know this is what I truly believe in. Sales is not about taking money from my potential client. Sales is being the partner of my client and achieving the goal together and creating win-win situations. So we're together on the same team as our client. So uh, even though we're talking about same team, you still need to charge fairly so that you can continue to do things you love and being compensated. If we, we, if we charge too low, then we have trouble creating a sustainable, successful company. Then we cannot help more people. So a lot of times when we're talking about pricing, the first thing you also need to recognize is your mindset about money, the money mindset that uh, you need to address. Sometimes, especially uh, maybe it's women or maybe it's something we're starting or it could be men and women. It doesn't really matter. But sometimes when we're just starting, when uh, we are just trying to get into the market, um, we get insecure about this money thing. And I've heard a lot of entrepreneurs talking about, hey, I just want to help people. I hate taking money from uh, from others. Just remember your relationship with money. Money equals freedom. Money allows you to do more things you like and allows you to help more people. By having money, you are able to create an abundance and successful life so and successful business so that you can go and help more people. So if you feel like you have trouble with this mindset, I welcome you to just write it down. Just ask yourself, why? what is my relationship with money? How do I see money right now? Do you see it as a way of taking things from other people? Or do you have a healthy relationship with money where money equals opportunity to create more abundance, opportunity to help other people, opportunity to take care of people? Ask yourself where your relationship is is when it comes to money and always remind yourself, always have that positive affirmation when it comes to money. If you feel like you have a negative um, connotation about sales, about money, try to replace it, understanding it, recognize that um, negative connotation and replace it with something positive. Remind yourself that money is the opportunity for you to use it to take care of more people. I believe I use the money to take care of my family, and that is what money represents. Money allows me to you know, invest in other things of my dream, invest in my dreams, invest in my company, and help more people, and that is how I see money. So ask yourself, what is your relationship with money? When it comes to pricing, to uh, how to set up pricing, there are few um, techniques out there. So how I see it, and I think I mentioned it at the beginning of this episode, that I see it more holistically. So what I do is that I would use different strategies to create different pricing mindset, pricing levels. And once I create different pricing price levels, I look at it and then I use a more holistic approach and looking at these calculations and say, which one do I feel comfortable choosing? A lot of times we talk about having positive mindset, we talk about confidence. 
Confidence is partially mind and comes with partially your mindset, but it also comes with experience, right? So if you're still new and you're uncertain, it is okay to make mistakes. There's no perfect answer to begin with. I've said it so many times and I hope you guys understand that we're not here to be perfect. We're here to just do it. I've made so many mistakes, but without having making those mistakes, I never learned anything. There is no, in life, there's nothing like there's no perfect answer because if there was a perfect answer you probably get it by googling it so when it comes to the gray zones things that just know that um, does not have a perfect answer just recognize that hey i'm gonna make a decision what my heart tells me and i'm gonna make that decision i'm gonna move on with it so i usually use a few techniques out there to help me um, determine the basic price level the first thing is the cost breakdown. So if I would, am preparing a package or designing a package to present to a corporate client, I'm going to write down the exact cost breakdown of how it will cost me to achieve this goal. So for example, if you're designing a one-day intensive um, retreat for a corporate client, then you'll know, start writing down how much it costs when it comes to renting the location if you have to pay for the rent location and how much time it costs for you to in terms of administration. And again, we also have a resource in um, on our website um, about how to price and package your service. So if you want to get the detailed Excel sheet of cost breakdown, I love like the actual numbers analysis, go to our website, womenmakingbigsales.com and look for resources. And there should be one resource that allows you to learn how to price and package your service to make it irresistible to your corporate clients, to make it sound confident and competitive so that you'll be able to get more of those uh, of five, six-figure deals. So, uh, but, you know, uh, and you also get the Excel sheet of how to do that cost breakdown. As a general um, theory is that you technique is basically you write down all the costs that would incur for you to achieve this goal. Part of the cost you might be asking me, part of the cost would obviously be your cost, the cost to you. How much do you charge per hour, right? So you have to decide how much you want to charge as your um, uh, hourly rate to you. And so when it comes to deliver this product, deliver this um this service and inside our resource I also share the you know the average consultant hourly rate that people charge again this is really very much dependent on the industry and your experience and the service you offer but I I present a general kind of uh, a scale when it comes to the hourly rate. So write down location costs, transportation costs, hotel costs, accommodations, printing out materials, writing down everything you have and you have a cost breakdown. And then at the end of the cost breakdown, you can also write a profit margin, how much you want to in terms of margin, percentage you want to get after the cost, what is the percentage profit, pure profit you want to receive from this package. It could range from uh, 10%, 20%. You have to decide a little bit how much you want to do it. 
But again, if you notice that I am using it as a very fluid kind of thing, because how much in terms of profit you want to do, it will be an exercise that is constantly improving and constantly changing. Play around with a number. And afterwards, story after at the end of this episode, I'm also going to share with you the holistic approach when you're looking at this number. So the first technique, you write it down, what is your cost breakdown? And maybe at the end of it, write down the profit margin you want to achieve from this package. And the second technique you want to look at is a competitive analysis. So look around, ask your uh, potential clients, ask your colleagues, um, if you are a, a consultant or service provider, ask your pro- uh, clients or people you work with before. May, a lot of times, you probably have connections in the corporate world and they've hired similar service. And ask them, how much do you usually charge? How much do my competitors usually charge for a similar service? Or how much do you usually pay for a similar service? So you have to do that competitive analysis because even though your cost breakdown, it's possible that you know you're doing you're, you're trying to be very cons- conservative, and uh, you look at it and my cost breakdown it only costs five thousand dollars to deliver this, and then the competitors are charging twenty thousand dollars. Then instantly you're starting to see a little bit of that profit margin of how much you could potentially charge for the same service. Or you might be saying, okay, my $5,000 is for me to deliver their service. And you're looking at your competitors and they're charging $5,700 to deliver their service. You might need to analyze your cost, right? Maybe your cost is a little bit too high and you probably have to cut costs somewhere and make it more efficient. So having a competitive analysis is really, really powerful for you to really understand, hey, is my cost breakdown analysis good enough? So that's the second technique. The third technique is also understanding what is the monetary monetary value I am generating for my client? And again, this is back to a, a little bit of holistic approach. If you are, for example, salesperson like me, what is the value I'm generating for my client or for my company? It's very straightforward. When I get the sales, I know how much I'm generating. But if you're a service provider or even just consultant, sometimes it may be difficult to evaluate how much you're generating for your client. If you're a you know um, leadership coach, sometimes it may be difficult to um, analyze it or to create, to come up with a number. But I encourage you to try your best to come up with a number to estimate in terms of that, hey, the productivity of a CEO, I'm able to help you create uh, more, pro- um, become more productive or create certain strategy that's, uh, uh, that's, that's been the fundamentals to achieving the sales goal. Go ask your current client, how much value do you think I am generating for you? And I encourage you to write that down because having that number is also provides you with a foundation in terms of what is your value, what is, what is the value you're providing. And again, the reason why we're trying different techniques is I want you to be able to compare this number at the end of the day to come up with that optim, optimal number for you. So I encourage you to go ask your client or ask potential client, hey, if I am able to achieve the goals to achieve this project with you, 
how much do you think, what is the monetary value I am able to generate for you? So ask your potential client or ask your existing client, and it will be a very useful exercise. Okay, so we talked about cost breakdown, actually listing all the costs it would take you, including your own hourly rate or your maybe your administer, an, uh, assistance uh, hourly rate to achieving this project, right? The second thing is competitive analysis, looking at the competitions and how much they charge. And, how, and, that, uh, and then also, what is how much value I am um, generating for my client? The last one, a lot of times people call it the value-added analysis. If you're in a certain um, luxury, more high-end kind of uh, industry, you want, also want to ask yourself, how much is my client willing to pay for this service? And this often is the analysis or strategy people use when it comes to more luxury items. A simple example is we know um, a handbag, you know, you could have handbag and like, do the cost analysis of how much it take it costs to make a handbag. But at the same time, certain client is willing to pay five figures or all the way to six figures for a handbag because they will pay for it. And that is a little bit of that value added analysis. So you, you can also ask yourself, if you offer a more luxury, high-end service, ask yourself, how much is my client willing to pay for my service? And that kind of analysis can also help you, give you another, um, another kind of, another number to look at when you're comparing all the numbers, right? So now I've talked about five different techniques or four different techniques to analyze your number. I want you to write them down, cost breakdown, competitive analysis, my value generations and value added. Put them four numbers and put them out there, four, and then really ask yourself how much, what is my comfort level? What is the number that I feel comfortable presenting to my client? And that is a number that I encourage you to kind of follow your gut. Because sometimes I've, I've seen a lot of people out there say, you got to charge high. And which I agree, you got to maximize your value. But when you're presenting this to the client, do you feel confident or do you feel nervous? I want you to, I'd rather you presenting something to your client with confidence and with a lot of comfort and feel comfortable with the number than presenting the highest number possible, but constantly doubt yourself and constantly wondering whether you're doing the right thing and feel very insecure. I'd rather that you start with something and feeling confidence and closing that steal than presenting something really high, but because you're not feeling connected to this number and losing that deal in the end. So look at those numbers and ask yourself, what is the number I feel comfortable providing and giving? And that will be the perfect number for you. Remember, this is a constant uh, work in progress and also also remember that you can ask your colleagues, if you have an amazing community of, community of people supporting you, you can ask for feedback. I am thinking of charging this. What do you think? And for anybody who knows our company, uh, Women Making Big Sales, we also have our membership where all the women, we gather together and we talk about pricing, we support each other, we provide feedback. So if you're interested in being part of this ambitious, a group of ambitious women, 
going after big ticket sales will check out our website, our membership site, membership pro, um, program where we have a group of exact women just like you who go after big companies and corporates. And we know about pricing and we support each other when it comes to you know, giving feedback of your price level. So do check that out if it's something that you think might benefit um, your business. That is it. Just remember, there's, you know, it's okay to make mistakes. It's okay to go out there and try something. You don't have to be perfect. You just have to do it. And I hope that this episode um, gives you inspiration to go out and, you know, put out more numbers, look at your service, and to see, can I maximize my profit and at the same time be more competitive? I would love to hear how it goes. Maybe you are able to increase your service, increase your profit uh, margin at the same time, um, continue to build great relationship with your clients. All right, that's it for today's episode. I look forward to talking to you next time. And uh, just remember, we sell better together. See you next time. I hope you enjoyed our episode today. For more sales tips, visit womenmakingbigsales.com or join our Facebook or LinkedIn community by searching B2B Women Making Big Sales. Talk to you next time. Bye.